0: Sports presentation, KKPR Sports presents High School Basketball.
1: Pleasanton up 77-75, over to the ball, Wallace to throw it in, finds Kaiser, right back to Wallace, drives on the right elbow, dishes it off here to shooter. up top, Olmstead for three, he got it! Morgan Olmstead having a basketball game of his life here tonight.
0: (laughs) He just hit two big threes. Tonight, the Fort Carney Conference Tournament continues with boys' quarterfinal action in Loomis. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. Second free throw on the way, and it's no good too
1: strong. And Aaron Dow will bring down his fifth rebound. And up the floor, he'll find
0: in the corner, Quinn Johnson drops it, got it back, shoots the three, and he's got it. In a row here for Quinn Johnson. Tonight's opener features the defending tournament champion, Overton Eagles, against the Amherst Broncos, while the host, Loomis Wolves, take on Axtell in the nightcap. It's the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament coming up next, but first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Loomis with KKPR sports director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids.
1: And welcome back to Loomis, everyone, for continuing coverage of the 2019 Fort Carney Conference Basketball Tournament. Tonight, the boys' quarterfinals were here in Loomis for Game 2. Between the second seed, Loomis Wolves, and the seventh seed, the Axtell Wildcats. Axtell advanced on by winning Saturday over Elwood, and they played Loomis this last Friday night here in Loomis. 58-47 to 47 was the final score of that basketball game. Axel comes in with a record of 9-9. Nine nine. Loomis is 12-3 and, and still not fully healthy. The winner of this game will take on defending conference tournament champion Overton, who survived Amherst tonight in a less-than-picture-perfect game, 45-36, to 36, the second-fewest points that Overton has scored all year long, but it does avenge one of their three losses. They're now 12-3, and three and Amherst has their seven-game winning streak. Snap. Amherst and Wilcox. Hildreth will play a consolation game Saturday morning at Carney Catholic. Pleasanton beat Wilcox Hildreth 55 to 43. Pleasanton will play the Elm Creek SEM winner, which is about ready to get underway on 14:60 a.m. ESPN. Also tonight, 12:30 a.m. KHAS. The Adam Central Saint Cecilia boys getting ready to take their floor there. Saint Cecilia girls beat Adam Central in a top 10 matchup, 55 to 41. One And again, Overton beating Amherst 45-36. to 36. Morgan Wallace, 8 of 8 at the line, had 14 points, 11 in the game for Ryan Lobby. Amherst got 13 points, 9 rebounds from Tanner Thompson, 10 points, 8 rebounds from Josh Elo, and 10 points from Dominic Esperson. Loomis and Axel to find out who will advance on to the semifinals against Overton, and we'll look at the starting lineups right after this.
3: Are you looking for better yield per acre? Well, Doug Bolt and Pioneer offers more than 250 unique hybrids, each containing genetics available only in a pioneer bag from one of the world's largest, most diverse corn genetic pools. Contact your Pioneer sales representative, Doug Bolt, for the right product for each yield. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success and better yield per acre. See Doug Bolt today in Upland
4: and good luck, Falcons. Nine four four three.
1: Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank in Kearney. First off for the, the Axdale Wildcats, number two is a six-foot-one-inch senior, Lane Bertrand. Number 12, 6'3 junior, Tyler Danberg. Number 14, 5'9 junior, Zach Heinrichs. Number 22, 6'1 junior, Jacob Werr. And number 24, 5'10 freshman, Brendan Runge. The head coach in his second stint, first year here, but second time at Axtell is Brett Heinrichs, assisted by Rob Heinrichs, and Dusty Jura. Axtell is 9-9. Nine and nine. For Loomis, number one, 5'10 freshman, Chase Watson. Number two, 5'8 freshman, Quinn Johnson. Number th- three, 5'10 senior, Isaac Walls. The leading scorer, number 14, 6'3 senior, Aaron Dow. And number 33, 6'1 senior, Isaac Dunn. The head coach is Drew Billiter, assisted by Casey Verbka, Jason Maskey, and Mike Brummer. They're ranked sixth in D2 with a record of 12 and three. The losses coming to Overton, Elm Creek, and Cambridge. And those are the starting lineups. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. We're getting close to tip-off between the Wolves and Wildcats. We'll be back after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. you <laughs> report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Josh Marcy, still out for Loomis, might be back by the postseason. Andrew Dennis, still out with an ankle injury. And for Axel, Creighton Kring is suited, but will not start tonight. He dinged his ankle up last week. And that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game with two locations in Carney. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark your Hogemeyer hybrid C dealer. We'll tip it off right after this.
6: With you from the word go.
1: We're ready to put the ball in the air. Tim Ballou is going to throw this one up tonight. And the opening tip will be taken here by Lewis in their home white with the green trim, all purple with white trim for Axtell. Lewis off the opening tip takes it inside, driving into Shea Swanson. Partially blocked, got it back, no good. Second try, no good. But Isaac Walls is fouled. And Walls will go to the line. To shoot two, so a quick attack right off the opening tip here by Loomis. The foul is called on Lane Bertrand, and two free throws. Doesn't even dribble the ball. Puts it right up and in for Isaac Walls. Loomis averages 71 points a game. Axtell just 52, so the game Friday night a little closer to their liking. Second free throw, Walls up and in. Don't see that very often when they don't dribble the basketball on a free throw, but it works, and now they'll put on a little zone trap here for Zach Heinrichs. The point Pass is kicked, and obviously this will be a key to the ball game, how Axtell can handle the pressure. That'll be slapped on after made buckets. Axtell will put it into the hands here, the point guard, Brennan Runge. Runge up top to Heinrichs. Over on the left wing, he'll find Jacob Werr. Top of the circle, ball fake out on the wing, a three-pointer to start it for Axtell, is going to be off the heel, no good. Tipping it around, it falls into the hands of Bertrand. He'll put it up in traffic, no good. And then we got a jump ball underneath. And the arrow will point the way of Axtell, so they'll maintain possession here. Last night, the Axtell girls came over and won the 7-2 matchup against Loomis. The boys hoping to do the same. Loomis hoping that does not repeat itself. Zach Heinrich gets the inbounds, drives from left to right, and they're going to call him for walking with a basketball. Turnover here on Axtell. A lot of youth in the basketball game. Two freshmen in the starting lineup and three seniors for Loomis, but they've got some power on the bench. And for Axtell, they start a freshman, three juniors, and a senior in Bertrand. Loomis with Dow, likes to drive, puts it off the window and scores. Aaron Dow, very tough to cover, one-on-one. And he shows you why there. Henrik's now in trouble in the backcourt. They're really handsy with him, and Axtell will call a timeout so they don't, don't lose the ball. A minute into the ball game, it's Loomis four, Axtell nothing. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians
2: of Carney
3: Community
2: people. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know.
7: Community
5: people you know.
1: Nebraska basketball currently airing on the breeze, 94.5. Wisconsin was up 24-11. to 11. With five and a half to go, Nebraska's put a little run together. It's 25 to 20 with 145 remaining here in quarter number or first half of that basketball game on the breeze, 94.5. Out of the timeout, Axtell tries to throw it deep once they got it in and turned the basketball over, so it comes right back over to Loomis. The Wolves will have it in Isaac Wall's hand. Axtell trying to play a little man-to-man here, sagging off, keeping an eye on Dow, top of the key done, over to Walls, open up the paint, he'll come down, has to slice and dice, it's no good. Rebound grabbed here by Lane Bertrand. Outlet pass to Jacob Wehr, Wehr pushes it up on the left wing, now brings it across to the right side, good crossover to get past Walls. hands it off to Zach Heinrichs. Loomis trying to trap the ball playing zone here against Axel. Ball fake, Wehr left baseline, 10 foot pull up no good, but an uncontested offense put back by Brennan Runge. You won't see that happen very often. Runge just didn't get boxed out and had an easy putback. And Axtell's on the board. Two minutes gone in the first quarter. 4-2, to two, Loomis. Dow guarded by Wurr. Gets a ball screen. Tries baseline on the switch. He's picked up there by Runge. Up top, Dunn for three. And a big fella knocks it down. Isaac Dunn with the three-point bucket. And that makes it 7-2 in favor of Loomis. Long pass to break the press, and Axtell will get a layup at the other end with Tyler Danberg to make it 7-4. A pull-up three. Dow in and out, no good. Rebound, thrown away, and a layup, Isaac Walls. So Axtell got the board there, but then threw it away. And it comes right back over, fast break. Now we're a little bit out of control. And let's see what the call is foul going to be called on Loomis. And the foul will go on Aaron Dow. First of the game on the Wolves. And it'll be Axtell ball underneath their own hoop. Brian Hemley back from entry is in the ball game here for Loomis. Top of the circle with it is Zach Hendricks. Down to the baseline looking for some room is Dan Bergie's trap goes right side, layup is good, and a foul. Lane Bertrand will have a chance at a three-point play here. And Bertrand can cut it to two. Axtell settling down just a little bit here after three early turnovers. Still 5.09 to go here in the first quarter. And it is 9-6 Loomis. The foul was called on Brian Hemley, his first, and the free throw is up, and it is good. So Bertrand gets the three-point play, 9-7. Loomis with the lead. Five minutes to go here. In quarter number one. Done with it at the top of the circle. Gives it off to Chase Swanson. Swanson into the double team. Has to hand it off. Hemley tries the baseline. Kicks it back out. Now Dow will bring it into the paint. Big step through. Up and in and draws the foul. Aaron Dow with a big step through that time. And got himself positioned for the layup. And a chance at a three-point play on this end. Foul is going to be called. Uh, Waiting for him to post it here here for Axtell. Free throw is on the way, and Dow has it go in and out. No good. Rebound pulled down by Tyler Danberg. The foul, by the way, Jacob Wehr, his first. Loomis steals the basketball away on the outlet pass. Here comes Dow. Bounce pass down to Hemelie. Pulls up from eight. It's partially tipped. No good. Rebound brought down by Jacob Wehr. It's a track meet. Both Axtell and Loomis love track. Here's a three-pointer, Hendricks right corner, and a foul. It didn't go, but he's fouled on the three, and Zach will go to the line to try and earn it from the charity stripe. 427 to go, first quarter. It's Loomis 11, and Axtell 7. The foul called on Isaac Dunn. His his first. Free throw is up, and it bounces in. He'll have two more coming. Again, the first game tonight, Overton survived Amherst 45 to 36. And over at uh, Elm Creek, Pleasanton beat Wilcox held with 55 to 43. And Elm Creek and SEM currently playing on ESPN 1460. Second free throw does not go in. So a third one coming up for Zach Heinrichs. Creighton Kring will come into the ball game for the first time. Kring nursing a little bit of an ankle injury. We'll see how long he's able to go. Danberg, the team's leading scorer, and Kring right behind him, right around 11 rebounds each. And the, the or points each. The third free throw is no good. And the outlet pass here by Loomis is going to be tipped away by Axtell. So another opportunity here. As Loomis will ch- check into the ball game. Carson Orcut. Aaron Dow handles it at the top of the circle. Gives it on the right side of the key to Hemmerle. Hemmerle looking for the ball screen. Picks his dribble up. Right in his face is Runge. Finally Dow comes over to pick it up. And Danberg on him. They spread it out. One-on-one, but he doesn't like it, so Dow dribbles all the way out to midcourt, and they'll reset it heavily. A high 1-4, Dow the cutter, he breaks it to the hoop. No good, good defense down low as Bertrand got the rebound, and it was partially tipped by Danberg. Now a pull-up three for Axtell is off the heel, no good. The rebound brought down by Shea Swanson. Swanson fast break, steps around Heinrichs, and they're going to call him for the walk. He was making sure that he didn't get a charge and took a big step around the defender. And the travel going to be called. Loomis's first turnover of the basketball game. Coach Biller not a big fan of that call. 11-8 into Hendricks. Right in the middle of this zone trap. He'll bring it up now to the right side, all the way to the baseline, and then attack the hoop but hit the rim of the way up. Dow will get his second rebound. Up ahead, Hemley. He comes down out of control. Throws it up and in and draws the foul. Chance at a three-point play here for Brian Hemley. We haven't had a lot of classic jump shots so far here in the first quarter. And definitely a high-paced first quarter of play. The foul is the second on Lane Bertrand. Third team foul. Free throw, Hemley. Short, no good. Rebound grabbed by Creighton Kring. And he'll get the outlook to Henrik. Zach. Let's everything clear out, and he's picked up by Aaron Dow. Again, they're still zoning it up. Inside Kring, Kring has it knocked out of his hands and out of bounds off Kring. Fifth turnover here for Axtell. You're listening to the Fort Kearney Conference Boys Basketball Tournament on Central Nebraska's sports leader, Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Loomis, Axtell. 3.10 to go in the first quarter, Loomis up 13-8. With it is Dow, off the screen up top, they'll find Johnson back to Dow. Cutting through, they get it to Walls, Walls puts it up, no good, got his own rebound, kicks it to Dow, Dow gets it right back underneath the Walls, and this time Isaac can't get it to go, how about a third time, yes. Isaac Walls kept it alive and eventually finished, and it's a seven-point lead here for Loomis, 15-8, 2.40 to go in the first quarter. On the left wing with it, Bertrand, down on the block, they'll get it to Danberg. backs his way in, forces the shot up, no good, Rebound comes down to Carson Orcutt. Orcutt sprints down the middle of the floor until somebody stops him. He'll kicks it off on of the wing to Quinn Johnson. Johnson back against the grain to Carson Orcutt. Top of the circle to Dow. Inside wall, high pass, but he grabbed it. Back to Dow for the three. It's too strong, no good. Rebound pulled down by Bertrand, his fourth. And Axtell races down the floor. Underneath, good pass to Danberg, and his short jumper spun out, no Good. Rebound brought down by Swanson. He's got his running shoes on. Coast to Coast lays it up and missed it because there's just too much defense at both ends. Bertrand gets the rebound. Another long pass down to Danberg. He tries to make the pass to Kring. It's kicked out of bounds. Don't need a shot clock for this one. 15 to 8, Loomis. One fifty-four to go here in the first quarter. Axtell ball underneath their own hoop. Both teams running transition and just not converting very often. So from underneath the hoop, they'll throw it all the way out to midcourt to Zach Heinrichs. Overload on the left side. Rungi playing catch with Heinrichs. Now Brennan brings it into the paint. Two steps and tried to make a pass to Kring and, or to Danberg and threw it away. Loomis continues to rotate players in, maybe in a little more depth than Axtell's going to have tonight. And again, Loomis, when Dennis and Marcy get back, those are starters. Loomis is going to have a ton of kids for the postseason as long as those guys get back and nothing else crazy happens. Hemley outside the arc. Guarded by Kring. Into the corner. To Wall. Get it into Hemley. Back into the corner. Trying to force it into Dow. The ball is deflected, and Bertrand comes away with a loose basketball. Didn't have numbers, so he waits and hands it off to Zach Heinrichs. Steps through the double team. Back to Bertrand. Three-point land. Up to Zach. Underneath, trying to thread the needle. They bait him And it's stolen away by Shea Swanson. Swanson leaves it off for down. The layup is good. Beautiful play all the way around by Shea Swanson. He baited Axtell into throwing it into the lane. He picked it off and then went the other way and laid it off for the assist. And he does it again. Ball's knocked away. This time there's a battle for it. And Axtell picks it up. Hendricks brings it in and he'll finish. Overton, or excuse me, Loomis was headed the other way. And Zach was able to take advantage and get his first bucket. 17-10. Dow, 360 move in the lane, off the square and in. Eight points in the first quarter for Aaron Dow. 19-10, to 10, Loomis, 35 seconds to go in the first quarter. A lot different than the first game tonight. We had 29 points at halftime. We've got 29 here total already. 20 seconds to go. Dow knocks it away. Another extra- still turnover there. Eighth, trying to get it back is Heinrichs. He gets hit to the floor, and he does get the steal back. He's st- Slow to get up. Going to the other end. Runge puts the runner up and in and draws the foul. And he'll go to the line for a chance at a three-point play. Zach Heinrichs looks over to his bench to say, yeah, I'm going to survive. Dunn back in here for Loomis. And at the line to try and complete the three-point play, Runge, Shea Swanson called for his first foul of the game. Uh, I think a little discussion here as to whether the bucket went in, which it did. They're just conversing on that. One free throw coming up now for Brennan Rungy. Ten seconds, so Lewis will have time to get up the floor. Free throw is up, and it, it's too strong. Rebound brought down by Aaron Dow. He'll bring it up himself, top of the key, hands it off here to quinn johnson johnson gets a three away but it's well off the mark dunn gets a put back at the horn from three-point land but it is no good and we are at the end of a very high-paced first quarter of play the two seed loomis leading the seven seed axdale 19 to 12 on power 99 and
5: platte seed expertise doesn't grow overnight which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on steve casper your hogemeyer seed representative depend on Hogemeyer Hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer Seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed, Seed the Right Seed.
0: This is Bob from b Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need.
1: points in the first quarter for Loomis who lead at 19-12 to over Axtell 4 for Runge, 3 for Bertrand 3 for Heinrichs for the Wildcats and Loomis will get the ball to start the second quarter of play with that 7 point lead we're here in the Carney Toney Repair broadcast booth at Loomis thanks to the athletic director who's also the head coach Drew Billiner. Shea Swanson gives it off to Dow, Dow looking for some room, finds it into the paint, left hand layup is good good boy he can see the gaps in the defense as well as anybody in the conference, and he's got 10, and it's now a nine-point game, 21-12. to 12. Heinrichs works it to the left side, overload there. The entire zone is over there, so they throw it over to Kring, and he'll put it up with a little contact and score. They should do that every time until Loomis makes an adjustment. All five defenders were on the outside between the lane and the sideline. So the back half of the court, or the weak half of the court, was wide open, and Kring took advantage for his first bucket of the game. Underneath Dow, turnaround jumper. That time it didn't go. He can post up. He can shoot the three. Kring gets the rebound. Off to Henricks. A deep three in transition. Will not go. And a long rebound comes down to Bertrand. He's got six. Gives it back to Zach. To Runge in the corner to Kring. Back out to Brennan, but threw it behind him, and it's going to be an over and back. That is the ninth turnover for over... Burton. Loomis has three. Axtell will bring into the ball game. Nick Pearson, a six-foot junior. He, Heinrichs, along with Kring, Rungi, and Bertrand on the floor. Loomis has Swanson, Johnson, and Walls, along with Aaron Dow and Isaac Dunn, their original starting five here. Driving in the paint, we're going to get a travel called on Quinn Johnson, a young man that is dangerous from a lot of spots on the floor. At the end of one, Elm Creek boys leading SEM 13 2 on ESPN 1460. Earlier tonight, Pleasanton beat Wilcox Hildreth 55 43. We'll talk about all that and more coming up on the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Overton head coach Clint Little will join us as well. This time, Axtell does the overload on the right side, still trying to get Kring free on the backside. They look, they get it to him at the high post, spins and traveled. That time he was faced up, so he decided to do the drop step tra- uh, spin move and took two steps before he put the ball on the floor. But Axtell's got to take better care of the basketball. That is turnover number 10. 6-10 to go in the second qu- quarter. 21-14, Lewis on top. Over to the winner earlier tonight off the screen. Dow fakes the three, one dribble drive, kicks it inside, and a reach over the top on Brennan Runge as they tried to get it to Wall. First foul on Runge, and the team fouls are now even at four-piece. Six minutes to go here in the first half. Again, all of the Fort Kearney Conference girls and boys semifinals and finals Thursday through Sunday are at the Viero Events Center in Kearney, and you'll hear them on ESPN 1460 and 1550. The Lou Platt Conference from Central City Thursday, Friday, and Saturday is here on Power 99. The state wrestling duels Saturday from Kearney. Will be on the breeze, 94-5. It, the game is Aiden Lovett. His first touch is a three-pointer. It hits the rim and then goes over the backboard and out of bounds. Lovett, a 5-6 sophomore, not able to connect. And then he comes right back out of the ball game. Full court pressure put on here by Lewis. Axtell gets it in and right back to Jacob War' Wuer now one dribble. Throws it back over to Runge. Ruggies got a hustle, makes a long pass into the front court to Danberg. Underneath the hoop, ball fake, and the layup missed. Rebound brought down by Hemerley They were so concerned with getting it blocked, Pearson couldn't finish. And now Hemerley down the lane. He'll put it off the glass and in. That's a four-point swing right there. Hemerley does a good job at both ends, 23-14. And a reach-in foul called here on Loomis. This is Axtell and Loomis. Neither one of them breaking the press the conventional way. They're just trying to dribble through it. The foul called on Isaac Walls will be his first. Axtell ball just across the timeline. Tanner Madura is in the game. And the senior on the left wing tries to get it down low, and it's going to be knocked out of the hands of Tyler Danberg. Another Axtell turnover down to the free throw line, tries to back his way in, and he's going to be fouled. He'll get two free throws. Missed his only free throw attempt has 10 points here in the first half of play. And Dow, who will no doubt be a first-team All-Conference selection, averaging 25 points a game. The foul on Danberg, and the first of two free throws by Dow is on the way, and it's no good. Into the game, Carson Orcutt again here for the Luminous Wolves. Half time in Lincoln, Wisconsin, 28, Nebraska 21 in the men's game. On the breeze, 94-5. Aaron Dow's second free throw is good. So Dow gets one of two. He's got 11 points. It's 24-14. to 14. Loomis by 10 with 5-10 to go in the second quarter. A uh, top of the key deep three. Rungi skips in and out. No good. Offensive rebound. Nick Pearson back up. It rolls off the rim. It won't go. Aaron Dow grabs another rebound here for Loomis. He'll push it up following the screen here of Isaac Dunn. Takes it weak side to Hemley. Hemley tries to drive. Cut off there by Badura. Uses his dribble up and goes back to on The left side of the key. High post Orkut. Weak side here to Walls. Guarded by Pearson. And they're going to pull the ball back down. So after an intense start to this basketball game, things have really slowed down as Orkut off balance. Had to throw it towards the hoop. It's no good. And then... They didn't get the rebound on the purple side, and it's going to end up being deflected to Brendan Runge. Runge to the other end, and he'll lay it up in traffic. It won't go. Rebound brought down by Dow, and then he throws it away. Picked off there by Runge. Down low, the short jumper by Danbury. Another foul and another shot that will not go in the hoop. Axtell has had a ton of opportunities in the paint, and Loomis is all over them. They are contesting every single shot. The foul on Carson Ork cut his first, and another missed free throw. Axtell is 2 of 6, and Loomis is 3 of 6 from the free throw line. 4-17 remaining here in the first half. 24-14, Loomis. Second free throw, Danberg. it's no good. Aaron Dow with his sixth rebound here in the first half. It was 19-12 at the end of one quarter, and we're midway through the second. Quinn Johnson with it, guarded by Heinrichs. dribbles to the top of the circle, kicks it out on the right side of the key. Little screen and roll here with Dow. Back over to Swanson. Swanson gets free, and he'll score. Shay Swanson, his first bucket of the ball game. They were concentrate on what Dow would do, and Dow was able to get him a good back-cut pass, and he drove in basically uncontested. The largest lead of the game now for Loomis. Axtell overload to the left wing. Into the corner, Madura. Madura gets it right back out to Jacob Wehr. Back to Madura. Left corner, drives in, left baseline. Has it swatted out of there. I think that was Isaac Dunn. Dunn spikes it into the crowd. And Creighton Crane's going to come back in, and Danberg's going to check out here for Axtell. Axtell's 9-9. Nine nine. Loomis is 12-3. Loomis beat Axtell just this past Friday, 58-47. Wildcats only two points in the quarter. were back up top. Hendricks reverses it to the weak side. Kring's over there. Decides not to pass it to him. Axtell having trouble moving without the ball right now. It's pretty stagnant. Driving right side of the key. Hendricks wrap around, but underneath the hoop. Kring couldn't get a shot. Dribbled it off his foot. Picked. Up there by Swanson to the other end. His finger roll, no good. The putback, no good. And the rebound brought down by Jacob War. That was a good follow by Orkut, but nothing's going in right now. Axtell throws it away again. Dow pushes it up the floor, but it's two on four. He'll stop, get it to Orkut in the paint. Another off-balance throw-up playground sh- shot that's no good, but it goes out of bounds off of Axtell. Nobody's called a timeout. The only timeout was to save a possession in the first minute of the game. So I guess they're going to wait and make their adjustments at halftime. And Loomis will throw it in. Chuck it into midcourt here, and Dow has it. Guarded by Were. Jacob pushes him out to midcourt, then gives him some room. Dow looking for some movement away from the ball. Gives it to Hemley. Back over for a three-pointer. Johnson's first attempt of the game is no good. But Isaac Walls got over and got the offensive board. Back to Swanson, back to Walls here on the right baseline right in front of us. Ball fake, great one, tries baseline, layup is good. Isaac Walls with a good head and shoulder ball fake, and it's 28-14. to 14. Loomis, 210 to go here before halftime, and the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report coming up. Axtell swings it over to the top. Henricks against the zone, and Axtell not getting many outside shots. Wer will try a three, no good. Rebound, Kring. And lost it on the way up. It's last touch by Loomis. And Isaac Dunn back in. Kring going to check out here for Axtell. And Axtell ball underneath their own hoop. Overload on the right side. Backside is open. Jacob Warb. Then he goes all the way to the three-point line. Ball fake. Drives baseline. And finally... Knocks down a jumper here for Axtell from 10 feet out. Just their second bucket of the quarter. 1.45 to go in the second. It's Lumens 28, Axtell 16. Deep three. Johnson tries to answer. It's too strong. Offensive rebound. Swanson gives it off to Dunn. Dunn draws the foul and lays it up and in. A chance at a three point play in a game that has seen many offensive rebounds and second chance opportunities. Another one right there. The foul on Nick Pearson. Is his first. And still will get Colin Soderquist into the game, and Walls, after a brief breather, is back in for Loomis. And now Dunn to try and complete the three-point play. His first free throw attempt of the evening is on the way, and it is bouncing off the rim and in. Six points for Isaac Dunn. Thirty-one to sixteen, Loomis. A minute thirty to go here in quarter number two. Heinrichs up top, his little bounce pass is taken away by Hemerley. coast to coast, step through, rolls it up all around the rim, no good. Soderquist the rebound, up to Heinrichs, Zach brings it up with the right hand across the timeline, back to Soderquist. Really spreading the floor because they just can't get much inside in a post game. This zone is really bringing it out to the guard, Soderquist down the baseline, dribbling it off a leg, and out of bounds to Loomis. That is the 15th turnover for Axtell. Loomis, four. Quinn Johnson back in here for Coach Billiter. One minute remaining in the first half. Loomis up 31-16, to 16, and Coach Billiter is going to use a timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. 31-16, Wolves. 58 seconds to go in the first half here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney.
0: At AM Ag Partners Incorporated, we know the importance of staying connected and getting our boots dirty all season long. As seed experts, we look to get the most out of your fields by putting ourselves in them throughout the season. We know that a bad season for you can result in a bad year for your community, which is why we are here to assist year round. Find us online at amagpartners.com or call 308 708 7447. AM Ag Partners Incorporated, seedsmanship at work.
1: Well, that producer engineer Stacy Johns. I'm Doug Gudeback at the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, bringing you the Ford Carney Conference basketball tournament. Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Lumas called a timeout to set up a play here with a minute to go before halftime. Spreading it out. Everybody's up high except Dow. They're trying to post him up, but also using some clock walls. Back cut. Dunn's open. Ball fake, and up and in. Dunn took a little time there, but he finished, and it's 33-16. Soderquist brings it up the floor to Heinrichs, right back to Soderquist. Right side gets it to Rungi, to Wur. excuse me. 22 seconds to go, and then they overthrow it. It's coming all the way back here and out of bounds. Axtell is so frustrated by this very good Loomis defense. They're just having a hard time moving with any fluidity or fluidness, whichever one is the better term to use. 19 seconds to go on the half. Lumas fall underneath their own hoop. They get Johnson free for a three on the inbounds. No good. Rebound brought down by Soderquist. 14 seconds to go. Heinrichs, middle of the floor open, gives it off to Colin. Seven seconds. Back up to Soderquist. Over to Heinrichs. Three seconds. Two seconds and they'll just have to throw something up and they don't even get a shot away. And that is the end of the first half of play and Loomis shutting down Axtell, holding them to four points in the second quarter while putting up 14. It's the boys' quarterfinals of the Fort Carney Conference Tournament here on Power 99 and your score at the half, Loomis 33, Axtell 16. We're back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Reports. Scores, an interview with Overton head coach Clint Little and more right after this.
7: Thank you for making this purchase easy. By far the quickest and easiest car purchase. That's what people have said about Friesen Ford and Aurora. If you are looking for a wide selection of vehicles, financing options pending credit approval, and a friendly sales team you can trust, then come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference or see the selection online at FriesenFord.com for sales, service, and parts. Trust your friendly Friesen Ford team just off of I-80 and Aurora.
5: Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers Winter Clearance Event and take 50% off remaining winter men's sportswear by Tommy Bahama, Forsyth, St. Croix, Nike Golf, Cutter, and Buck. Sports coats $99 and suits $199 and up. Select dress shirts and ties half off. Men's outerwear, leather jackets, and wool coats 30 to 60% off. Ladies Winter Fashions 50% off. Select Brighton Accessories and Hobo Handbags 30 to 50% off. Last Chance Racks $19 to $29. Gary Michaels Clothiers, Downtown Hastings and Kearney.
2: Carney for a free estimate.
1: And welcome back to Lewis. It's time for the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravetta Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Halftime of our 2 7 match up in the boys' quarterfinals at the two seed Loomis leading the seven seed Axtell 33 16. We'll give you a score update on what's been going on as well Uh, over at Elm Creek. The first game, Pleasanton beat Wilcox Hilda 55-43. Elm Creek leading late in the second quarter over SCM in the second game. Uh, Also tonight, Adam Central is leading St. Cecilia 24-14 in the first half on 1230 AM KHS. The St. Cecilia girls beat Adam Central tonight 55-41. Here on Power 99, Overton held to their second lowest point total of the season, but were able to shake off an Amherst team that had cut a 12-point deficit down to three. And Overton wins it 45-36, to 36, avenging a loss from earlier in the month. And Coach Clint Little joins us here. And Coach, it wasn't the prettiest game for Overton when it comes to all your games. But you beat a team that already beat you. And in the conference tournament or any tournament, you just want to win and advance on. Huh?
8: Yeah, that's correct. You always want to win and just try and keep on playing when it comes to tournament time. Amherst did a good job defensively on us. We struggled to kind of hit some shots. We did some uncharacteristic things. And you're right. It was an ugly game. It sure wasn't very pleasing. But at least it was close, I guess. We can look at that way.
1: What was different about this game than the first time? Obviously, you led the whole way. That was different. And and you won. That was different. But uh, the way the game was played uh, from an X and O standpoint or maybe what they did defensively. It
8: was The biggest difference was our defense from the first game. When we played them last time, we had 20 days off, and we looked like we'd taken 20 days off in the middle of the season, and they kind of took it to us and ran circles around us in the first half. We played a lot better defense tonight. That got us some transition opportunities. Offensively, we looked about the same we did that night, it felt like. Um, Struggled to shoot a little bit more tonight, but we just couldn't get anything going offensively tonight. Amherst did a good job defensively.
1: Nobody wants to give excuses, but you are a little bit banged up amherst had been a little bit healthier you usually would have more depth than they did and i think you still did but morgan uh, uh, had to go through concussion protocol after the friday game with elm creek and and really wasn't his i mean one of the reasons that there wasn't a ton of points is him and kaiser didn't average what they usually do you hit this he hit his free throws how was he and morgan uh, olmstead who had a, a little uh, flu bug earlier this week uh, what were they at percentage wise now that the game is over
8: that's a, that's a good question. I think Olmstead, the stomach bug, still kind of bugging him a little, a little bit. I think Wallace was all right. I think he looked a little winded at times, but I think mentally he was fine. He was ready to rock and roll. And I think, I, mean, I think the biggest thing where he was held down to like 16 points or something like that, that was just because they put so much effort on him right there, and he had to try and force some things early on. But I think he was all right. I think they definitely both could be ready to rock and roll on Friday night. All right,
1: right now, the way it looks, uh, you've got Loomis uh, up uh, big here by 17, and you play- played them way back at the beginning of the season the first weekend of the season and uh, you were able to get the win o- over Loomis tell us a little bit about that game that might shed a little light on what we could see Friday
8: biggest thing from that game is uh, the Dow kid really hurt us we got to do a better job against Dow and then almost stepped up on the offensive end I think he had three or four threes for especially in the first half it kind of got us going right there we didn't have a huge we didn't have a lot of turnovers in that game and that's Loomis really feeds off of that, so we just got to make sure we take care of the basketball because they do a great job pressuring you, and they fly a lot of guys at you. and get hands on passes, so biggest thing is we have to make sure we take care of the basketball if Loomis holds on to this thing.
1: Well, Dow does it as good as anybody in the conference, but Loomis has a couple of kids in here that will take it to the hoop. They can create one-on-one. Even if you play good defense, sometimes they can create their own shot, and that was something that didn't happen on either side so much tonight, so I guess you showed that you can uh, shut down some guys that want to take it to the paint. Is Dow just a different character?
8: Oh, Dow's one of the best players in the conference. There's no no doubt about that. He has been for a couple of years. I think he scored like 30 on us last year, and he was probably pretty close to that on us here early on. He's long. He can shoot the three. I mean, Dow, Dow's easily one of the best players in this whole conference, and I think we got two of them as well, with Kaiser and Wallace. So I think that's kind of something right there. The Then they got some couple shooters there on the Loomis roster, but they do, they do a great job of get down and running. and they get to the basket. They finish really, really well. So we got to – We've got to get back on defense. We've got to challenge all their shots, but we got to take care of the paints. It's going to be the number one priority.
1: And on the other side, number one seed, Elm Creek, leading SEM at the half, 34-18 on ESPN, fourteen sixty. Coach, we'll see you Friday night at the Vero Event Center as you try to repeat as the conference champs. Thanks for the all time. Right. Thanks for the coverage. You bet. Clint Little joining us here at halftime of our game. It's 33-16. to Loomis leading Axtell. We'll give you the numbers next.
0: Psst. Hey, right here in the radio. Yeah, me. Are you one of those fans that heads to Amigos for a crisp burrito and ranch in any kind of weather? Well, then we've got a deal for you. Right now, you can get any crisp burrito combo meal for only 5 bucks. There's a crisp meat, crisp chicken, crisp pinto, and now two new flavors, bacon and buffalo chicken. It's all with Mexi fries and a drink, a hot deal that beats the cold. The $5 crisp burrito combo meal is at Amigos
8: aurora cooperatives animal nutrition team is eager to serve your livestock production needs now is the time to start thinking about your spring mineral and livestock supplement needs aurora co-op understands that performance goes hand in hand with profitability that's why our animal nutrition team focuses on a personalized approach for your operation contact your local aurora cooperative to learn more about how our expert nutritionists and skilled staff can help your livestock operation perform at its peak tougher together aurora and you
1: And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Here's your first half numbers of our second quarter final. For Axtell, Lane Bertrand, three points, six rebounds. Colin Soderquist, three rebounds. Tyler Danberg, two points, one rebound. Zach Heinrichs has three points. Nick Pearson, a rebound. Creighton Crane, two points, three rebounds. Jacob Ward, two points, three rebounds. Brendan Ruggie, four points and a rebound. They're spreading it around. Just nobody has more than four points. 12 in the first, 4 in the second, 16 points, 18 rebounds. 2 out of 7 at the free throw line, 0 of 5 from 3-point land, and the big number, the 16 turnovers. Lane Bertrand, the only player with 2 fouls. For Lewis, Shea Swanson, 2 points, 4 rebounds. Isaac Walls, 8 points, 4 rebounds. Brian Hemley, 4 points and a rebound. Carson Orcutt, 2 rebounds. Aaron Dow leads the way with 11 points, 6 rebounds. And Isaac Dunn, a nice first half, 8 points, a rebound, and a block. 19 of the... In the first quarter, 14 in the second at the half, 33 points, 18 rebounds, four out of seven at the free throw line, one out of seven from three-point land, one block and four turnovers, no one with multiple fouls. As Loomis leads Axel, 33-16 at the half. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on Power 99. The second half is next.
6: With you from the word go.
4: nine four
1: four three our to success are brought to you by your your impact ag partners Craig Weeches and Todd Travis Pioneer knows more about seeds with top yielding Pioneer brand soybeans get the best for your field this year with your Pioneer seed dealer as Axtell tries to get things started and turns it over as they lob it inside can't finish Aaron Dow comes to the other end draws the blocking foul and he'll go to the free throw line so those seeds Success, Obviously, axdell has got to take better care of the basketball, but they've had a lot of attempts in the paint that they haven't been able to finish. Now, Loomis has been all over him and well defended, but some of those are going to have to go for Axtell to get back, back in a basketball game. And for Loomis, they have got a good 1-2-3 with Walls, Dow, and Dunn. So as long as they stay out of foul trouble and uh, this team continues to use its depth, they're going to be in good shape as Dow sinks the first free throw. 34-16. to 16. They just don't want to allow Axtell any kind of a run. Keep it comfortable. We'll be ready to go Friday. Second free throw also good. And the lead now 19-35-16. Axtell as many points as turnovers in that first half. They break the press, try to lob it down low, and it's knocked away by Dunn and out of bounds. It'll be Axtell basketball underneath their own hoop. And Axtell just needs to have a good start here to the third quarter or they're going to have their dobber down a little bit. Looking to lob it in. Rungi. Rungi goes up top to Heinrichs. See if they can get Zach on track here. He hasn't had many looks. And there's a blocking foul. Johnson trying to cut him off from where he wanted to go. First foul on Quinn. And Axtell will throw it in again. And pass. Rungi and Johnson have a little words between themselves. But both freshmen, so they know each other from a, the junior high circuit. Heinrichs down on the low block. Turnaround jumper Danberg, and it sets on the rim, and it goes in. So those were not falling in the first half, and Tyler Danberg gets his second bucket of the ball game here to get the scoring started for Axdell in the third quarter. Dow, they clear it out for him. Top of the circle kicks it right wing to Swanson. Swanson looks for the cutter Johnson. Instead, he drives. Left-hand scoop shot is in. In traffic. A lot of shots in traffic both ways so far in this game. As Runge brings it up, lobs it over the top of the zone deep fence. Heinrichs is going to bring it up, but can't finish. And the rebound brought down by Isaac Dunn. And they're letting him play a little bit. That's a good thing there. There was probably an over-the-back there, but it didn't make a difference. Loomis got the rebound. The the contact didn't affect the play. Johnson brings it in. 360 off-balance. Just shoves it up from the hip and in. And those are the ones that will drive the opponent wacky. Then they steal the inbound and had the foul. Shea Swanson is going to go to the line and shoot two. The foul on Jacob were Loomis really good about getting all over things once they score and slapping that press on. Literally, Quinn Johnson had that ball down around his hip and just shot putting it up. And we're going to get a timeout on the floor here by Axtell, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're there when you need us, specializing in you. 6.30 to go, third quarter, Loomis 39, Axtell 18.
3: Are you looking for better yield per acre? Well, Doug Bolt and Pioneer offers more than 250 unique hybrids, each containing genetics available only in a pioneer bag from one of the world's largest, most diverse corn genetic pools. Contact your Pioneer sales representative, Doug Bolt, for the right product for each yield. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success and better yield per acre. See Doug Bolt today in Upland and good luck, Falcons. Everything
2: seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us, Mendon Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC, community people you know. Community people
1: you know. Back in the county Tongue and Repair broadcast booth, out of the Axtell timeout, Shay Swanson gets two free throws, and the first one is up. And it is in. Second free throw now by Swanson. On the way, and it is in. So already eight points here in the first 90 seconds of this third quarter for Loomis. And and they've got it under control. 41-18. Axtell does break the press. Good ball fake by Jacob Wehr. He'll put it up off the glass. And in. Second bucket here for Wehr. At the other end, almost coming away with the steal. Loomis just hasn't turned it over much. Knocked out of bounds off of Axtell. Again, Jacob were in there with a nice play for the junior. Loomis only four turnovers so far in the game. Isaac Dunn with it up top. Looking to get to 13-3. and three. They have won seven in a row on their way to their eighth. Amherst had their seven-game winning streak snapped earlier tonight as we get a reach-in foul here on the Wildcats. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors. Brennan Rungy with the second foul. Lou Platt, Thursday through Saturday here on Power 99, the FKC on ESPN. Underneath the hoop, they lob it to Dow, well defended by word Dow's shot's no good, out of bounds to Axtell. A rare opportunity that Loomis didn't finish in the paint, and now head coach Drew Billiter says pull the press off. Let's play a little half-court defense. Axtell throws over the top of it to Ware on the right wing. Uses his dribble back up to Runge. To Jacob, against the zone. Axtell needs to move the ball just a touch quicker. Try to force it into Danberg. Got it back. Jacob Weir's jumper, no good. Heinrichs back up and in and draws the foul. He got position and has a chance at a three-point play. First board of the ball game for Zach. And in for Loomis will be Brian Hemley, who has just returned to the lineup here for head coach Drew Billiter. And the free throw on the way, and it is short, no good. Checking things out in Lincoln. Nebraska, after being down 14 in the first half, is hanging in there. 24th-ranked Wisconsin leads the Huskers 43-40 to with 10-15 to go in the game. And you can hear that on the breeze, 94.5. Again, Elm Creek had a 34-18 lead over SEM as they start the third quarter on ESPN. And there's a good back-cut pass into Walls. Isaac Walls lays it up and in on the assist from Dow. So not only can Dow score, he can dish it. Loomis. A lot of game left. Try to force it inside to Danberg. It's deflected into the hands of Bertrand. His shot, though, is no good. Rebound walls. Baseball pass to the other end. The layup is missed. Following the play, Jacob Wehr gets the rebound, and we got a foul. We might be in store for a long, long second half, the way this thing is going in just the first three minutes of the quarter. It kind of reminds us of how the first three minutes of the game went. The foul's on Shea Swanson. That's his second. Now they'll put a little pressure on. Into the ball game is Nick Pearson again. Rungy through traffic. Continues to dribble. Going to go all the way and then just lost the handle. Axtell turns it over for the third time in the quarter. Shea Swanson picks it up. Swanson brings it down the middle of the floor. Kicks it to Dow for a three-pointer. It's a and out. No good. Offensive back by Hemley. No good. And then coming down with it will be Calvin Johnson for Axtell. Johnson seeing his first action as a freshman and Coach Heinrich's going to give some of these younger players an opportunity to get in the tournament, but the ball is knocked away, and an uncontested layup at the other end for Shea Swanson. 45-22. This is not near the game we had Friday night between these teams. That was an 11-point Loomis win. Johnson has to go high to grab the pass. Has to dribble away from the double team. Jump pass over the top to Runge. Deep three-pointer, and it's good. The first three-pointer of the ball game belongs to... Brennan Rungi here for Axtell. Still a 20-point lead for Loomis. They post up Dow, block left side, dribbles around the defender, lost the handle on the way up. Good job, Jacob Wurr's hanging in there. Loomis's fifth turnover. In fact, we won't call that a turnover. We're going to have to call that a shot attempt. Wurr getting the rebound, and then we get a jump ball, and the arrow points the way of Loomis. So... Axtell will give it right back. Again, earlier tonight, Overton survived Amherst 45-36. to 36. Pleasanton beat Wilcox, 55 to 55-43. And the second game's comfortable leads for Elm Creek and here for Loomis. Loomis basketball. Down to Dow, trying to make some room on the block. Turn around, jumper is up and in. He used his off arm to create some room that time, and Aaron now with 15 points. Pull up three, Runge at the other end. It's no good. The ball's going to go out of bounds off of Johnson for Axtell. 47-25. Again, Dow averages 25 points a game. So the 15 he has right now, not anywhere special. In fact, he might not get to 25 if they continue with this big lead and start to rest guys in the fourth quarter. We'll see. Crossover dribble here by Swanson, and he's going to be fouled before he can get to the hoop. He's one-on-one. Got Axtell leaning the wrong way. Foul on Lane Bertrand is his third. Fourth team foul of the half here on Axtell. Loomis ball underneath their own hoop. Aaron down to throw it in. Looking for Quinn Johnson. Tries to get it into Orkut. Tipped away by Kring. Orkut went and ran it down. Kicks it over to Swanson. Swanson with a left hand dribble. The lane's open and he'll be fouled. Jacob Weir with his third. You're listening to KKPR-FM, Kearney, Keene, Atlanta, and the World Wide Web at RiverPreps.com. Doug to Stacey Johns, our producer and engineer. The fourth foul on Jacob Lurr. The free throw is up and in by Shea Swanson. Swanson now has seven points in this quarter, including going three of three at the line. Second free throw now coming up for Swanson. And he'll take the dribble, get himself set, and nail another free throw. 49-25, Loomis just steadily pulling away. They've got Dunn, Orcutt, Dow, heavily and Walls on the floor for Axtell. Runge brings it up. He's got Johnson, Pearson, along with Kring and Bertrand, and it's stolen away again to the other end. Hemerley with the layup, it's good. Six points for Brian. three minutes to go in the third quarter. Axtell trailing here at Loomis. Pass over to Bertrand. Into the free throw line, Pearson. And as he squared up, he walked with the ball. 23 turnovers here for this Axtell ball club. That's still fairly young, only one senior in the starting lineup. More substitutions back and forth in the game here. Loomis able to run nine or ten kids in. Aiden Lovett is back into the ballgame. And here come the Wolves. A lot of banners from the late 90s and early 2000s for state championships in basketball and track. Even got a little golf up there as well. Dow comes down trying to back his way in. Loses his balance and walks with a basketball. That's only the second turnover since the first quarter for Loomis. And more subs. I'm not sure what Coach Billiter's doing. He just did an offensive defensive se- uh, substitution with two and a half to go in a 26-point game in the third quarter. His guys weren't down for 15 seconds into the game for Axtell. Tanner Berdura up top. Little contact causing Axtell to lose the ball and to the other end Hemmerly and a foul to go along with it. So it's getting out of hand now here at Loomis. And a chance at a three-point play here for Brian Hemley. With 2.21 to go in the third quarter. The foul is the first of the game on Colin Soderquist. Free throw is up, and it is in. So they're making all their free throws now. Seven for seven in the quarter for Loomis. 54-25, still pressure on. Ball Soderquist has it in the backcourt. Outlet pass over the head of Pearson. Another turnover. Underneath for a layup, Hammerly missed it. He had to try the reverse layup. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Tanner Badura. Badura up ahead, finds Kring, takes it at Isaac Dunn, sets on the front of the rim, no good. And Dunn is going to grab the rebound here for Loomis. He wants to dribble it up the floor. And Kring says, OK, if you want to, I'll let you. Long third quarter of play here. Dow puts his head down, left side of the key, left hand layup is good. a 31-point lead now. It was 33-16 at the half. Axtell brings it up the floor. Johnson's pass deflected away. And back in Quinn Johnson and Shay Swanson, a couple of freshmen. You know these freshmen are going to keep the energy level high. Not much from the Axtell bench right now. They haven't used any timeouts. They've just kind of let this thing play itself out. Inbounds pass comes to Dominic White, who's checked in. Excuse me, uh, to uh, Calvin Johnson. Excuse me, Calvin Johnson takes it down the baseline, and he's going to hit the jump shot for his first bucket of the ball game. At the other end, Swanson starts to drive, and a grab going to be made. And that is already seven fouls here for Axtell with 119 to go in the third. So we're shooting free throws the rest of the way here for Loomis. Maduro with his first foul, and Shay Swanson is at the line to shoot the one-and-one. One. Free throw is up, and it's no good. Rebound will be brought down by Creighton Kring. So, Loomis will be taking on Overton in the semifinals on Friday. Open three Maduro's going to try it. It comes up just a little short. Rebound brought down by Swanson. Off to the races. Kicks it out on the wing to Johnson. Got away from Johnson. He was able to throw it back into the court of play and Orcutt tracked it down. Over to Swanson. Back to Carson. Free throw line jumper. Off the heel. No good. Kring will get the rebound. A foul called on Lewis. Quinn Johnson picks up the foul. He's got to get a little smart in there right now. Loomis subbing back in, rotating kind of the same eight or nine guys. 54 seconds to go here in the third quarter. And uh, obviously no longer in doubt, 56 to 27. Loomis, Axel brings it up, breaks the press. Kringle attack the baseline. Scoop shot, rolls off the rim, no good. Isaac Dunn with the rebound, pushes it up the floor, over on the wing to Hemley. Hemley drives the right baseline. Fadeaway away jumper from eight. No good. Rebound brought down by the Wolves. Orcutt puts it up. It won't go. And coming out of there with it is going to be Johnson. And then the outlet pass is stolen away and taken back. Driving in. Ball is blocked and comes right up to us. We got a foul. And at the line is going to be Tanner Badura. was going to be called on Aaron Dow, his second. 25 seconds to go here in quarter number three. All Loomis. Free throw up and in for Tanner Berdura. His first point of the basketball game, 56-28. Here comes Lovett back in. Johnson, Walls. Second free throw now. Madura trying to knock them both down. It's on the way, and no good. Crane had a finger on it, but it ends up in the hands of Shea Swanson. Swanson up the floor to Lovett. Lovett squared up three, but he's covered. Brings it to the top of the circle over to Johnson. 15 seconds to go in the quarter. Off the screen, he'll take a corner 17-footer. Good. Quinn Johnson with his second bucket. 58-28, final seconds of the third quarter. Johnson in the front court, got in the air, nowhere to go. And that will be the end of the third quarter of play as loomis puts up 25 points in the third quarter to 12 for Axtell 58 28 loomis fort carney conference boys
5: quarterfinals continue after
1: this on power 99
5: seed expertise doesn't grow overnight which is why farmers in minden and the surrounding area rely on steve casper your hogemeyer seed representative depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed, seed the right seed.
4: Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist.
1: And they are in control, 58-28, as Axtell will get the ball to start the fourth quarter. Elm Creek and SEM. It's Elm Creek with the lead as they head towards the fourth quarter. We'll have an update for you here on ESPN Radio. That's where that game is. Heinrichs with the ball for Axtell. Trying to find a way to have a successful fourth quarter. Driving in, putting up the runner, no good. Runge got his own rebound up over it in. So Brennan Runge now with nine points in the game, 58-30. That leads Axtell. On the other side, Dow with 17. Swanson and Walls with 10. 8 for Dunn, 9 for Hemley. They've only had six players score. They kick it out of the wing to Isaac Walls. Back inside, Dow on the block right side. Turnaround jumper off the glass, no good. Fighting for the loose ball, Isaac Walls has it off balance, puts it up and in. 12 points now for Isaac Walls, 60-30. Another score update, the Adams Central boys leading... St. Cecilia now 38-16 in the third quarter. St. Cecilia won the girls' game earlier tonight. And Axtell throwing over the top of the zone, throws it away. That is their 28th turnover of the basketball game. Loomis has six. Wisconsin 53, Nebraska 44. 523 to go in Lincoln on the breeze, 94.5 and Nebraska doesn't get it done tonight and that's just about it for the season you'd have to think done inside, little triangle offense here on the left wing, back out to Dow Swanson runs through, up to Dow, over to Johnson on the right wing, a a deep, deep three, it's no good Neither team's done well from the outside, the rebound though, Aaron Dow back, back up and in and he's got 19 points just one of nine from downtown for Loomis, Axtell, one of eight according to my numbers Axel to Heinrichs, starts to the left baseline, skips it over to were Three-pointer on the way, short, no good. Offensive rebound, back up and in for Calvin Johnson. He's got his second bucket to go along with three rebounds. So a little spark there by the freshman off the bench, getting a chance to play a little here in the second half of play. Dow has it up top. How long will Coach Billeter go with these first five slash eight? They play again Friday. So, they got a, maybe an extra day, a normal week. Dow pulls up the free throw line, no good. Johnson goes up, grabs another rebound, and hands it off to Jacob were Up the floor, Rung, He's unguarded. They get it to Heinrichs, though. Zach into the paint, dishes it off for a nice pass, and another layup for Calvin Johnson. So, Johnson, I'm um, safe to say that's probably a career high as a freshman. He's got six points now. 62 34, just playing out the string here in the fourth quarter. Loomis had this thing put away by halftime when it was 33-16. Crossover, Shea Swanson gets inside, has his shot blocked, gets it back, and then he is fouled by the man that blocked it, Brennan Rungi Blocked it, and then the second shot got his third foul. Swanson had eight of his ten points in the third quarter. He is four of five at the line, and he'll shoot two more here. When we're done, the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. All the final stats, coaches, interviews, stay with us. And a reminder, the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy, one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you by B&B Carpet. We're almost to the end of January, so get them in. Second free throw is no good but Axtell fights between themselves for the ball, and it goes out of bounds. Our reigning boys and girls winners are both from the Fort Kearney Conference, Morgan Wallace of Overton and Allie Bauer of Elm Creek. Inbounds pass to Isaac Dunn, trying to set up Lovett for a three. Right on him is Rungy. They knew what was coming on that inbounds play. Up top, they'll go to Swanson and set up the offense. He'll get a ball screen from Orkut. Try to get it back into Orkut covers. Get pass over to Lovett. Step back three on the way by Aiden. It's no good. And players come to the ground and Hemley picks up the ball and scores. Each team had a player with possession, but they tripped over each other and the ball popped in the air. And Hemley says thank you very much. And Brian now has 11. Axtell with the ball. Rungi right baseline runner skips off the rim. No good. Rebound brought down by Orkut. Orkut hustles it up the floor. Usually whoever gets the rebound tries to get it to at least half court before passing it off. Now Isaac Dunn will hold the basketball. Four and a half to go in the game. All Loomis. They're going to win their eighth in a row. Emily doing a little dancing, and finally they've got to call him for a walk, just the seventh turnover. And coming in now for Loomis is going to be Jackson Lobby, the sophomore. So we're going to start seeing Coach Builder go a little deeper down the bench here. One shot at a time. You're listening to High School Basketball on KKPR-FM, Kearney Axtell, Loomis, and Platriverpreps.com. Brought to you by Barney Insurance is Runge, top of the circle, trying to get a leaner, but has to kick it out to Heinrich. Zach's got to look at a three, and it skips in and out. No good. And Lobby gets the rebound, and Jacob Wars over his back and just fouled out of the game. And Jackson will get to come to the other end and shoot a one-and-one. Because that's the ninth team foul here on Axtell. And for Jacob Ware tonight, four points, five rebounds. He'll leave us with 4.02 to go. And for Axtell, they'll be back in action next weekend. They don't have to worry about Monday or Tuesday. They host Elwood Friday. They go to Southwest Saturday and host Southern Valley to end the year. Loomis, when they get done. Eustace Farnham Tuesday, the big game at Pleasanton next Friday. And then they host undefeated Riverside in the Heartland Hoops Classic. And we'll have the Heartland Hoops Classic. That's the first game on the ninth. You'll hear that here on Power 99. The afternoon games will on the breeze, 94-5. Jackson Lobby, the lefty, puts the free throw right through there. He'll get the bonus. The final game of the year for Loomis is hosting Maxwell. So a little competition, that game with Riverside. Ought to be a dandy, both in D2. Second free throw, no good that time. And... Calvin Johnson will grab his fifth rebound here. After playing just the second half, Runge once more in the paint, scoops it up, hit the front of the rim, no good. Ball swatted out, and it's grabbed here by Axtell. It's Johnson again. Kicks it on the wing to Runge. Runge wants to get a shot away. bumped, has to put an off-balance jumper up, no good. Orkut with his fifth rebound. He'll come down the floor. We've got some new faces in for Loomis. Get those to you in just a moment. But Loomis drops the ball, double dribble. Justice Harvey, 5'9", Jr. is in. Josh Carter, 5'9", sophomore, is in. Orchid stays in, Lovett stays in, and the younger lobby. Jackson is into the ball game. Axtell has brought in Jerron Bergstrom. So Bergstrom is in, Madura is in, Johnson. Also coming in, Colin Soderquist. And then you got Pearson, the five on the floor. Three and a half to go in a game, 66-34. Loomis in control. Inside Pearson, they got hands on the ball. He gets it back out top. Maduro for three. Off the front of the iron, no good. Rebound, lost. And Axtell, what a nice save underneath by Pearson? And then the shot blocked out of bounds by Carson cut. And the fans love that one. It's a great save by Pearson. It was rolling out of bounds, and he just scooped it right back to his teammate Bergstrom, who then was on the wrong side of that block shot. And it's still Axtell ball underneath their own hoop. Pearson to throw it in. Bergstrom's open right underneath the hoop, but then it's blocked again by Orchid out of bounds. So the youngster's getting something to cheer about. Now coming in for the Wolves. Aiden Perry. The freshman will come into the ballgame. A couple of Aidens. Aiden in for Aiden Lovett. And this time Soderquist will throw it in. Axtell trying to get Collin open for a three. He is. He shoots it, and it is off the iron. No good. Rebound grabbed by Orkut again, his sixth. Up the floor with under three minutes to go. Lobby with a basketball, left-hand dribble. Brings it to the elbow, gets it over to Aiden Perry. Skip pass back to Orkut, one-on-one right side. He's going to attack the hoop and draw another foul. Foul is on Calvin Johnson, his first. Two free throws coming up for Carson Orkut, who actually hasn't scored but has those two blocks and now six rebounds. In the basketball game. Free throw is up and in, so the sophomore gets his first point of the night, 67-34. to Update from Elm Creek, the Elm Creek boys leading SCM 55-34 after three quarters. Second free throw, no good, but an offensive rebound grabbed by Jackson Lobby and another chance here. They'll kick it over on the wing, the jumper from 15 is no good, rebound brought down by Bergstrom, and here comes Axtell, Calvin Johnson. We'll bring it into the front court. Bounce pass over to Madura. Inside, they'll get it to Bergstrom. Kick it out to Soderquist. And, of course, conference week, you don't get the JV game, so these guys haven't played tonight. orchid's going to block another shot. The ball falls into the hands of Madura, though, and then Orcutt fouls him. Madura hits the ground a little hard. I think he landed on his knee. He wanted to come up and... And have a little talking, to with Orchid, who has blocked some shots and now has kind of taken it to the next level. That'll be the second foul on Carson. And the official's just kind of telling everybody, all right, let's settle down. And Badura made one of two free throws last quarter for his first point of the game. He'll get two more here. And the first one is up, and it's in and out no good. Here comes Aiden Lovett back in. And Orchid's going to check out now for Loomis. Second free throw now for Tanner Badura. And it's on the way, and it's in and out, no good. Rebound grabbed by Justice Harvey here for the Wolves, and he'll find Josh Carter to handle the point. Back to Lovett. Right side, Harvey, deep into the corner to lobby. Two minutes to go in the game, 67-34, Loomis. They will face Overton in the second semifinal on Friday, here's a deep three by 11. He's got it from the top of the key. Aiden with his first bucket. And just the second three of the night here for Loomis as they hit 70 points. Their average is 71. Right side of the key, Soderquist up top to Johnson. Johnson penetrates, shoots, hits the front of the rim, no good. Got it back, puts it up, draws the foul, and scores. So Calvin Johnson is definitely the bright spot here in the second half for Axtell, the freshman Trying to earn maybe a little more playing time and show Coach Heinrichs's, both of them, and Coach Jura what he's got going. Foul on Josh Carter. The free throw on the way. Johnson doesn't get that to go. And the rebound will be grabbed here by the Wolves, and Carter, who made the foul, gets the rebound. Minute 30 remaining, 70 to 36, Loomis. Harvey top of the key. They get it over to Perry. Overload on the right side to Lobby. Back up top, they'll go to Carter. Now a three-pointer, love it again, and that one bounces off the rim twice but won't go. Rebound is grabbed by Bergstrom. He'll get rid of it to Pearson. Up ahead, he finds Colin Soderquist. He'll bring it into the middle of the lane, throw it up from six and score. Colin wasn't sure whether to bring it all the way or just take a little floater. The floater worked his first bucket, a minute to go in the game, 70 to 38, and then he makes the steal. Bergstrom up ahead, and the second layup is good. So Bergstrom makes one right after... Soderquist made one, 70-40, to 40, getting the name in the paper and on the radio and in the scorebook. Top of the key with it. Trying to go for another steal and getting it. Another steal is made by Bergstrom. He'll come down but miss the layup. Offensive rebound, Colin Soderquist tries to get it back up, can't get it to go. Ball batted around, and we've got a foul call as Tanner Madura grabs the rebound. 28 seconds remaining here. So Loomis will beat SEM for the second straight time. There were no games in between. Loomis beat Axtell 58-47 here at home Friday, and this is their first game since then. And the front end of the 1-1 and for Badura is up and in. Tanner now 2-5 of five at the line. And the second free throw now for Badura. On the way, and that spins out no good. Calvin Johnson, the rebound, and he's fouled. So Johnson will go to the line to... Sh- Shoot two on the Carter foul. And the officials are kind of like everybody else in the building. They're not going to call a ticky-tack one, but that was pretty obvious. Again, earlier tonight, Overton 45-36. The win over Amherst. Free throw Johnson, no good. It was Pleasanton over Wilcox. Held with 55-43. Elm Creek had a 21-point lead over SCM in the fourth quarter. Second free throw down. Johnson on the way, and that's no good. The rebound brought down by Carter. Long pass is not going to be able to be handled here by Loomis. It's out of bounds. Back over to Axel. So the Wildcats probably get one more chance here to get a shot in the air. And then hopefully Loomis dribbles it out. And we're done. 20 seconds to go. Johnson top of the circle. Jump pass over to Madura. Back up top to Johnson. Trying to find it, somebody inside, but the ball's knocked away, and a steal made. Here comes Loomis with a basketball, eight seconds to go, and that's what coach says, says, I don't want you throwing it up. Let's end the basketball game. So right at their average, the Loomis Wolves, 70, and the Axtell Wildcats, 41. Axtell goes to 9 and 10. Loomis wins their eighth in a row to go to 13 and 3. The new Sports Medicine North
5: Surgery postgame show is next here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com.
0: At a Ag Partners Incorporated, we know the importance of staying connected and getting our boots dirty all season long. As seed experts, we look to get the most out of your fields by putting ourselves in them throughout the season. We know that a bad season for you can result in a bad year for your community, which is why we are here to assist year-round. Find us online at amagpartners.com or call 308-708-7447. a Ag Partners Incorporated, Seedsmanship at Work.
1: And welcome back to High School Basketball here on Power 99. This is the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship tra- trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary no matter the activity. New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule an appointment today, a final and... Over at Elm Creek, the number one seed, Elm Creek, beats SEM 71-48. to 48, So the top four seeds, all in, or no, they don't. Excuse me, the five, Pleasanton, and they beat the four seed three. So Elm Creek, Pleasanton, and they just played last week, and Elm Creek was able to win that basketball game and a game that we had for you here on Power 99. And uh, that game will be at 6 Friday night at the Vieira Events Center, and then it'll be Loomis and Overton at 745. The rest of the FKC games, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday will be on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Let's go ahead and uh, take a look at what's going on in Lincoln. Uh, Nebraska was down huge early, got it close, and can't get it done. Wisconsin pulls away to beat the Huskers 62-51, the fourth straight loss for the Big Red. For Axtell tonight, they had ten players score, but nobody had more than nine. Lane Bertram throws ten. Anna two points, two rebounds. Colin Soderquist, two points, four rebounds. Tyler Danberg, four points and a rebound. Zach Heinrichs, five points and a rebound. Jeron Bergstrom, two points, two rebounds. Nick Pearson, two rebounds. Creighton Kring playing on a bum ankle, two points and five rebounds. Jacob Wuer, four points, five rebounds. Brennan Runge led the way with nine points, two rebounds and a block. And kudos tonight to Calvin Johnson. He will be the brights spot tonight for Axtell. I thought Jacob Moore played hard tonight, but Calvin Johnson didn't come in until the second half and had 8 points and 8 rebounds for the freshman. 18 rebounds in the first half, 20 in the second half. Free throw shooting, 2 of 7 in the first half and 2 of 10 in the second half. That's something that'll drive any coach crazy, especially a uh, a coach like uh, that's been around a long time like Coach Heinrichs. Even if you're getting beat, uh, those small things that you're at the line, nobody's bothering you, and you're 4 of 17. That's not what they want. Three point shooting, 0 of 5 in the first half, 1 of 7 in the second half, and the turnovers, 16 in the first half, 13 in the second half. So everything that the stat sheet says is kind of how it played out tonight. Axtell held to their third lowest point total of the year 16 in the first half, 25 in the second half. They finished with 41 points, 38 rebounds, 4 of 17 from the free throw line, 1 of 12 from three point land. They had one block shot, 29 turnovers. Axdale now 9 and 10, and knocked out here of the FKC tournament. They will host Elwood next Friday. We'll look at the numbers for Loomis and talk with head coach Drew Billiter when we return on the New West postgame show.
6: Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River.
2: Let's talk NSG Transport out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. I'm sure you've seen our burgundy and gold trucks on the road. Ever wonder what those trucks are hauling?
6: With Air Scout thermal imagery, you will be able to quickly understand what is happening in your field. Developed by a farmer and made to work for farmers, Air Scout thermal imagery reads bare soil conditions and shows where plants are stressed. It indicates variation in your fields, helping you ground, scout, plant, soil, and water conditions with greater precision. Contact Nathan Mastin with Flying M at 308-991-8126 or check out Air Scout online at airscout.com. Proud supporter of all area athletes, Flying M wishes everyone good luck in the game.
3: Tri-City Storm Hockey returns for its 19th season. The future of professional hockey is right here in the heartland. The United States Hockey League set a record with 57 players drafted at this year's NHL draft. Catch all the Storm's home games at the Vieira Center in Kearney. For tickets and other information, visit stormhockey.com. Listen to the Doug and Daddy Show for everything you need to know about Storm hockey with the Storm Report on 1460 and 1550. Tri-City Storm Hockey, be the Storm.
1: UNK wrestling team blanked Central Missouri at home tonight, 50 to nothing. You don't see that very often. They've got Central Oklahoma and Newman this weekend. And don't forget the state wrestling duels will be coming your way. On a Saturday, on the Breeze, 94.5. And, of course, Elwood and Amherst representing the FKC. Class A and D begins at 9. B and C will get it going at 10.30. Adams Central boys beat St. Cecilia 47-22 to 22 tonight. Again, Elm Creek beat SCM 71-48. Let's go ahead and take a look at the final numbers now for Loomis, and then we'll chat with the head coach, Drew Billiter. They had a total of nine players score, and we've got Shay Swanson with 11 points and uh, six rebounds. Quinn Johnson had four points. Isaac Walls had 12 points, six rebounds. Aiden Lovett hit a three-point bucket. Brian Hemley, nice game for him, 11 points, three rebounds. Carson Orcutt, a defensive wizard out there tonight, one point but six rebounds and three blocks. Aaron Dow led the way again with 19 points, seven rebounds. Jackson Lobby, one point, two rebounds. Josh Carter, two rebounds. Justin Harvey had a rebound. And Isaac Dunn, eight points, four rebounds. And one blocked shot. 18 rebounds in the first half, 19 in the second half. Free throw shooting, 4 of 7 in the first half, 10 of 14 in the second half. Three points shooting about the only thing that didn't go down tonight for Loomis They are 1 of 7 in the first half and 1 of 5 in the second half. Turnovers, 4 in the first half, 7 in the second half. A lot of those late uh, came with the second and third teamers in there. 33 points at halftime, 37 in the second half, right at their season after. Average 70 points, 37 rebounds, 14 out of 21 at the free throw line, 2 of 12 from three-point land, four blocks, 11 turnovers. Loomis wins their eighth in a row to go to 13-3, and three, and they will battle Overton, one of the teams that beat them back in the opening weekend in the conference semifinals, Friday night, 745 at the Vero Event Center. Coach Drew Billiter joins us. And, Coach, uh, maybe a little different than Friday night. Uh, you kind of got out early and didn't let Axtell hang around tonight.
7: Yeah, we uh, we made some made some shots inside um, you know getting ahead gets gives you a little bit of confidence and you know that confidence um, helps you on defense and rebounding and um, gives you a little boost so we uh, we got off to a good start and then they missed some shots and then that turned into offense for us and and uh, once we got the lead, I think we started playing with more confidence and then they started pressing a little bit you know on their shots and and then it just kind of steamrolled pretty quick
1: shooting percentage even though you scored seventy probably Wasn't that good tonight? We got into a track meet three or four times. I know the pace was way better uh, for you than it would be for for Axtell, but uh, we turned into a track meet where it was transition, transition. It didn't matter who was in the lane. And and you guys are a little bit better at that than maybe a touch younger team, even though you got a couple freshmen.
7: Yeah, I mean, to, to say we want to get in a track meet with potentially the Class D state champions is kind of dumb, but we did talk about tempo. We talked about speed. We talking about, you know, getting the game flow going up and down, and I thought when we got the tempo going up, I do think that we're probably a little bit better in transition. I think that we can score a little bit better while the ball's going up and down, and they do a lot better job when the, when it's slower. Um, they can get set in their defense, and, and that was our goal was to try and get, you know, our offense going before they got set in their defense and they got the help side. So that was that was uh, something we were trying to do.
1: We talked about it when we saw you over at Wilcox earlier in the month uh, that you still had a bunch of guys on the sidelines. You still have a couple of guys over there. It's going to be scary if you ever get them all healthy, and I hope they mesh for you. But Brian is back kind of playing, and he had a good game
7: yeah. tonight. Yeah, Brian came out, and he showed you how fast and how quick and athletic he can be. And, and that's why he's been a two-year starter and a three-year letter winner and it's it's nice to get him back there. He's he's smart. He's confident. Um, he gives us energy off the bench. And and um, I did talk to our trainer right after the game tonight, and uh, Joshua's going to get cleared tomorrow, so he'll practice tomorrow, Thursday. And not to give anything away that Overton doesn't know, but Joshua should play on Friday.
1: I don't want to jump quite ahead to them yet, but, I mean, we can talk about Aaron all the time, maybe the best player in the conference. Talk about how he manages... Games like this, He didn't have to shoot all the time. Uh, you had r- really good balance tonight, and I think you throw Isaac Dunn in, you didn't have to use him much in the second half, but he had a really good first half tonight, and when you when you got the two big guys in there to are scoring all the time, it's nice to have somebody else that can uh, do what they need to do.
7: Yeah, Aaron does such a good job of scoring for us, but he also likes to pass. You know, we, we ran a pick and roll down there, and you saw him find Isaac Walls. He's looking for teammates. He knows that he's very good, but he knows that we're only going to go as far as our other guys. Isaac walls um isaac dunn brian himley we're only going to go as far as those guys can help us you know scoring six eight points a game he knows that he doesn't want to try and have 35 every night because you know we're not getting enough production out of the rest of the guys and we showed why we're a very very good team tonight because we had so many other guys step up and score tonight and we're not one dimensional we had other guys that helped us score we we scored off transition we scored off the press so even though Aaron is a very good player, you know, he, I mean, some might say he didn't have a great night, and he has 19. He didn't shoot a lot. He probably took one three, so. Uh,
1: that was the only thing that didn't go down for you tonight was the three-pointers. Uh, tell me, I mean, it was a long time ago that you played Overton. Obviously, uh, both teams are a little bit different. I almost wanted to say that Overton doesn't seem to be scoring like they were the first couple of weeks when, uh, but they are. They, yeah. they, they weren't tonight. They didn't against Amherst. There's been a couple of games, but this, for the most part, they're st- Still getting about where you want, and they just came off of a game against Elm Creek that I'm guessing is about what we're going to see in the semifinals if the backdrop doesn't bother anybody at the Vieira.
7: Sure. You know, it's going to be an exciting game. You know, um, uh, both teams are going to score. You know, Elm Creek can score. Overton can score. We can score. So there's going to be a lot of scoring going on. Um, It's going to be a lot of tempo. I kind of watched a little bit what Amherst did tonight. I thought Amherst did a nice job of keeping them out of the lane making them shoot contested jumpers. Uh, they went some triangle in two. They played good man. So, um, you know, there's some things that we saw tonight that Amherst did that kind of was effective against them. So we'll try and, you know, maybe duplicate some of the things that they did tonight and see if we can put them into our game plan to slow them down. And we know Wallace and Kaiser are good. It's, it's all about those other guys. Are they going to play well? Are they going to hit shots? And that's, that's going to be the key factor in our game against Overton.
1: And true kind of big picture now that we're getting towards the end of the season. Your guys want to win the conference tournament. They think they're as good as anybody that's left to win the conference tournament. But you've been taking those steps uh, over the last three, four, you can tell me, number of years where, okay, we took a step. Last year you made it to the Viero. This year, you want to do more on Friday night uh, than, than last year. Uh, where do you see yourselves as different uh, in, in a positive way?
7: I think this year, um, um, you know, I think from last year's we're a little bit more experienced. I think we've been there. Um, I remember back when I played that first year, you go down to state, it, it, you know, you almost have to lose that first year before you can win it because it, it's it's an eye-opener, it's a new experience, and I think... We've, we've done those steps, like you said. We've been to Vieira. You know, we're going to go play at the Heartland Hoops Classic. We've played a tough schedule this year. You look at how many Division One uh, teams we've played in wild card. There's four or five of them out there. We've played good teams, so our schedule's helped us. Um, you know, every game, you know, we just keep getting better, um, and when we get guys healthy, you know, we're, just, we're just so versatile, I think, in what we can do. We're not one-dimensional. You know? Our second-leading scorer tonight had, what, three or four points? and we still scored 70 points. I mean, he he didn't shoot that well. So um, our freshmen have grown up over the year. Like I said at Wilcox, we started them early, and and we just let them make mistakes. We let them play, but they're good. So um, I'm glad we're getting some guys healthy. And by looking at the box score, we have one, two, three, four guys scoring in double digits. That's that's, that's tough to defend.
1: All right, Coach. Good luck Friday, Saturday, and uh, thanks for the time.
7: Yeah, thank you, and if everyone out there, you know, Doug Duda, I just want everybody to say I got three guys taking steps on my bench one guy keeping my book and doug can keep all the stats better than mine and i have to go through and look at doug's stats and compare (laughs) them to mine so if you guys don't understand on the at home when you're listening on the radio what doug can do it's it's pretty remarkable so everyone in central nebraska really needs to be thankful for what he does and and how well he covers high school sports in central nebraska
1: you're just making me feel old buddy but thank you i appreciate the good words there i appreciate it thank you so much thanks doug drew Billiter. Head coach, of course, got to call his games when he was help hanging banners here at Loomis as well. So uh, uh, the uh, team is coming along, and they look pretty good here tonight. We'll take a final break as they won it 70-41 to 41 over uh,
0: Axtell and wrap
1: it up after this. in you. Let's run down some quick scores for you girls action tonight. Alma beat Arapahoe in double overtime, 66 57, and Summer Myrna by three over Spalding Academy. Other games from our shouting area: Burwell beat Palmer's girls, Cambridge over Bertrand, forty-three to twenty-five. Donovan Trumbull beat Central City, fifty to thirty-four. Exeter Milligan over Giltner, forty-seven to twenty-nine tonight. Grand Island beat the Hastings girls, fifty to forty. Central Catholic over Aurora, sixty-four to thirty-four. Lexington over Broken Bows girls, thirty-two to uh, twenty-three. Also in girls action uh, tonight from uh, around here: it was Orr over Arcadia Loop City, sixty-two to thirty-seven. Red Cloud beat Silver Lake. Forty-three to twenty in the Twin Valley Conference tournament tonight. Riverside over Saint Edward. Superior beat Fairbury in the Southern, and Wood River took care of Centura, forty-nine to twenty. Not a lot of Lou Platt to report for you yet on the boys' side. Uh, it was Elm Creek over SEM as we already told you, seventy-two to uh, forty-eight. Pleasanton beat Wilcox Hilbert, 55-43. Sutton was a win over Fairbury tonight, and we will uh, wrap things up right after this on the New West Postgame Show. You've been listening to the U.S. Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. Schedule your appointment today. Big thank you to all the fine sponsors, to Drew Billiter, Nate Weaver, and the folks here. And for our producer-engineer, Stacey Johns, I'm Doug. Due to the two games tonight, it was Overton taking care of Amherst 45-36 to and Loomis over at Axtell 70-41. Good night, everyone.